Welcome to the Daring Living Podcast, where we have honest conversations about personal growth, how to create success, and what it means to live a joyful and daring life. I'm your host, Certified Life Coach Shirley Huang. Hi, everybody. Today, we are going to talk about that inner critic voice that lives within you, that lives within all of us. And this is the voice that we often hear in our head whenever um, the voice that's like judging you or putting yourself down. And this is the voice that is a little bit mean to you whenever you make mistakes or do something you didn't expect, right? So for example, at work, let's say you send over a document and that document has mistakes or that you made a typo in your email. And that voice can often be the loudest in those times. That voice can be like, oh, look at you. You're doing it again. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that. Right? Like all of that kind of like inner critic. And it can also be like, let's say you are taking yourself out for a good meal. You're treating yourself well. Or you're going out to work out after a really long time. So that voice can also be present in that time. It can be the voice that's like, who do you think you are to treat yourself this way, right? Or like, oh, you're being a poser. You don't usually go to work out. Look at you now after working out just this one time. Who are you to do this, right? Now, it's not a problem that this voice exists in you because it is a voice that exists in all of us. It's our inner critic lives within all of us. We all have a go-to way of how we speak to ourselves on a regular basis. And whenever we make mistakes or we stepped out of the line from what we expected from ourselves, then that is when the inner critic shows up to say, hey, I'm here. And then it is usually the loudest. So here are some things I want to say to help you calm your inner critic. Here's the first thing. I want you to notice your inner critic's tendencies, its patterns, and its behaviors. You can even think about your inner critic voice as like this being that's living with, within you, right? And you can think about what are the go-to sentences that your inner critic tells you. Maybe it is telling you that you're not good enough, or maybe it is telling you that, like, who do you think you are? to chase after your goals this way? Who do you think you are to dream this big about your life? We all have a pattern of what our inner critic likes to tell us. I can tell you what my thing is. My pattern is my inner critic always tells me you're never good enough, you're not good enough. And my inner critic also tells me that no one likes you, you don't belong here. So this is my pattern. And I want you to really ask yourself, this question, what is your pattern of what your inner critic likes to tell you? And once you can know this as patterns, then you can really identify your inner critic when it shows up. You can really label that, oh, hey, this is actually not true. This is just my inner critic talking. And you can also identify when your inner critic shows up the most. It's the most evident. Right? Like, for example, if could it be that whenever you are trying something new for the first time and you're afraid that you're going to fail, then your inner critic shows up. Your inner critic is like, you're not cut off for this. You shouldn't be trying something new. Go back to where you were. Go back to what you were used to doing. 
right? So that's when you know that, okay, every time when I try something new, inner critic is going to show up and inner critic is going to tell me I'm not cut out for this. I know that when I put myself in environments where I have to almost like talk to a lot of people and interact with other kind of like other peers that are around um, doing similar things with me that's when that I get a little bit insecure and that's when my inner critic tells me all of the time like you don't belong here you're not fit to be in this room you don't get to have a voice here you can't take up space these are all my inner critics go-tos so that I can be like okay I'm about to enter this room I know that my inner critic is going to be loud and uh, that's not true that's just my inner critic talking to me right that is my inner critic's patterns so once you can identify your inner critic notice its patterns notice when it usually shows up for you notice the usual words the usual sentences that it says to you then you can really see that oh okay uh, you can be more aware of what's happening in the moment instead of going down this rabbit hole deeper and deeper where you're just letting your inner critic take over control of what is happening in the moment and you just feel a lot of shame and a lot of embarrassment about yourself because you're, you're being so mean to yourself. Okay, now the next thing I want to say is that your inner critic is just trying to protect you. A lot of the times when your inner critic is being the loudest, I want you to pay attention to what is actually happening in the moment. Because most of the time, your inner critic is trying to keep you safe, trying to protect you, to keep you safe and alive. So let's say, for example, let's say you went to the gym after a long time of not going and you're looking into a mirror and your inner critic is being very loud in that moment. Your inner critic is criticizing your body, telling you, oh, look at you, you've gained weight, you should have been here right now. And... This is because we all want to fit in, right? We all want to fit in, we all want to belong, and we all want to feel like uh, we all want other people to like us. And through our conditioning, how we were taught growing up is that in order for us to fit in, we have to look a certain way. This is the messages the messages we've been receiving from marketing from the, the media around us telling us that we have to look for a certain way then people will like us then people will want to be friends with us so it makes sense now as we are looking at ourselves in the mirror after a long time our inner critic will be very loud telling you oh look at you you should have I don't know, like you should have worked out more, you should have lose more weight, you should have been more fit, right? Because the intention underneath that is if you don't work out more, if you don't look a certain way, people are not going to like you. You're not going to fit in into your group, whatever that means. Or it could also be maybe growing up, your parents have been criticizing or making comments about how you look. Maybe right now, even though you don't live with your parents anymore, let's say you live on your own, you're out there in the society working, but we still take on a lot of the words that were being said to us by our parents when we were young. So even though our parents do not make those comments to us now on a regular basis, we end up internalizing it and that becomes our inner critic's job 
to say those things to us because as kids we grew up listening to those words. Do you see? And by saying these things to yourself, it's kind of like a weird way of how our brain makes sense of things. Like by saying these things to ourselves, by being mean to ourselves, and by telling us that we should lose weight, we should work out more,、um, we shouldn't have this body. That is our brain's way of trying to make us feel safe because we are scanning for danger. So our brain is like, okay, let's remind her of the danger that she might put herself in if she continues to look this way. Right? Let's remind her that she needs to be liked by people, so therefore she needs to lose the weight, or she or her parents are going to yell at her, or other people are not going to be friends with her, or、um, like she's not going to be successful and she's not going to do well in the society if she continues to look this way. So let's remind her and let's constantly let her know that she needs to have a different body and that she cannot look this way. Or let's say you didn't follow through with your schedule, and your inner critic is really beating yourself up. And so I want you to think about it. Back in school, or maybe with the environment that you grew up in, maybe if you don't follow your schedule, you're going to get punished, right? You're going to get punished, and there is a punishment that happens when you do not follow through. So no wonder it makes sense now as adults. Even when you are trying to follow through with your task, and if you don't do it, the inner critic is like, "Okay, I need to be that reminder for her. I need to punish her by like reminding her about all the horrible things that she's doing, or all the bad things that she's doing to herself because she does not follow through." That that means if I say all these words, mean words to her, then that means she's not going to do it again. It's going to force her to get out of this danger where she's not following through. So, growing up and through all of our external conditioning, our brain has learned that we have to be critical to ourselves because if we don't, then we might get put into situations where it is. Uh, where we are threatened, with the, where there is danger, where there are a lot of risks, where we might get hurt, where we might be in pain. So, in order to not be in that kind of situation, our brain has learned a certain way to get ourselves out of there. I'm doing air quotes, get ourselves out of there. And how we learned is to do that by beating ourselves up, by talking critically to ourselves. So that we can not do that over and over again, which is kind of ironic because by doing so, we actually end up continue to stay in that cycle. I'll get into that a little bit later, but like you get the point, right? So our brain has learned that we should beat ourselves up, we should punish ourselves. This is a behavior that we are used to, and by doing this, it will. "Quote unquote," make us better somehow, and that by disciplining ourselves and by beating ourselves up, it can actually lead to a better outcome for us to help us get out of the danger. This is literally how a lot of us were taught at home and in school. So no wonder, right? It makes so much sense why we would continue to beat ourselves up because we think that is the only way for us to 
create discipline. We think that is the only way for us to change ourselves and become better. Okay, so now that you have understand a little bit about why your inner critic is there, right? It's just trying to protect you with what it knows how, with what it learned is what you that what you're supposed to do and it's become a habit for you inside your head the next thing that you want to do is you want to practice honoring and acknowledging this part of you your inner critic is just a part of you and it is okay it is okay for your inner critic to be there sometimes this is a version of you it also gets to be there and it gets to exist even if it does judge you and if it even if it does it is critical towards your actions your inner critic is not trying to mean be mean to you trying to put yourself down trying to make you have less confidence or trying to make you have less self-esteem your inner critic is just there trying to protect you in what it knows how in and what it learned growing up like this is what you're supposed to do so whenever you see your inner critic instead of beating yourself up right sometimes it's kind of like another layer that we are doing we have another layer of beating ourselves up or beating ourselves up or it's like we are judging ourselves so it's like we have we judge ourselves for judging ourselves and that does not solve the problem <laughs> that just makes it worse so whenever you notice you, yourself being mean to yourself whenever you notice your inner critic is present you want to be like this you want to be like i see you i hear you i understand your frustration i know i shouldn't have done that it is totally okay for you to be here you get to say those things right now it's okay tell me those things i will just hear you right now and there is a time there is a time when we want to just let our inner critic be there and take up its space and it's okay just because our inner critic is here right now it doesn't have to mean that we have to believe in everything that's telling you right so listen to that again just because our inner critic is present we can allow the voices to just be there and exist in our head and that doesn't have to mean anything about us. We don't have to believe in everything that our inner critic is telling us. It's kind of like a child that is, that is throwing a tantrum in the moment. If a child is like throwing a tantrum, if a child is shouting and crying and yelling, you can't shut the child down. You can't be like, shut up. <laughs> you can't be like, don't talk, like be quiet, right? Because sometimes what the child really needs in that moment is the child just really wants a good cry. The child just really wants to like throw a fit, throw a tantrum, let its emotion out. And sometimes the inner critic is like that too. Sometimes the inner critic just wants to say out what it wants to say and let you hear what it has to say. And we want to give um, our inner critic time to just express what it wants to say to us but like for example just because a child is throwing a fit and throwing a tantrum and like yelling at us saying all these things to us that doesn't mean we have to take on everything that the child is saying about us does that make sense but it does mean that 
the child will feel so much better if we go like, okay, it's okay. Let's have time right now for you to just be angry. Let's have time right now for you to just be a little bit mean to you, to me, to all of us, to the situation. That's okay, right? So we want to honor and acknowledge our inner critic for just being there. Our inner critic is also a part of us and it's just doing its job. It's just trying to protect us and we can give some time to it and just let it know that we are here, we are listening and it gets to have its own time and that's okay. Okay, so let me do a quick recap uh, on what we have talked about so far. So the first thing that we talked about is to really notice your inner critic when it is here. Notice your inner critic's specific patterns, notice its tendencies, notice its behaviors, notice the things that it tends to say to you. And then I want you to really understand and notice that your inner critic is really just trying to protect you, to keep you safe and alive. Because if you don't, then you're going to lead to even more danger. It's just doing it in a mean way <laughs> because it has learned that like quote unquote you're this is how you're supposed to do it right and the third thing is to practice honoring and acknowledging your inner critic and to just let it have its own time and it's okay for it to just be there you don't have to believe in everything that your inner critic is saying okay and now the very last point that I want to uh, cover it. It's related to what we talked about earlier is that you really don't have to punish yourself in order for you to change or in order for you to be better. The reason why we continue to beat ourselves up, the reason why our inner critic is so strong is because somehow we have this habit that we thought that by punishing ourselves whether it is creating emotional pain whether it is talking badly to ourselves it will actually help us change or be better somehow and that is simply not true in fact it will actually have an opposite effect when you are constantly criticizing yourself how do you feel i'm guessing you probably feel deflated you probably feel inadequate you probably feel not good enough and then how do you show up in your life when you feel that way? When you feel inadequate, you just want to hide. When you feel not good enough, you just want to show up even less. You want to scroll on social media instead of sit down and do the work. You want to. You don't want to go to the gym anymore because you feel so bad. You don't want to work towards your goals because why would you? You feel not good enough. Why would you do it? Right? So actually, in reality... When you beat yourself up, when you punish yourself emotionally and say those mean things to yourself, it actually makes it worse. It actually just leads to the result of what you already tell yourself. So if your inner critic tells you that you're not good enough, guess what? You're going to hide. You're going to not do your work. The result is you create the exact reality of you feeling like you're not good enough. If you tell yourself that you don't belong in a room, right, this is my common go-to, so I, I can definitely relate to this. If you tell yourself that you don't belong in a room, so then you feel insecure. So what do you do when you feel insecure? You don't talk to people. You mumble words. You don't voice all your thoughts. And what ends up happening is, yeah, it proves what I believe in to be true, that you don't belong in a room. 
So by beating yourself up and by punishing yourself, by saying mean things to yourself, that does not create the results that you actually desire. Over and over again, I have seen in myself and in my clients through an, an approach that's like really encouraging ourselves, really having our own backs, really being gentle when we make mistakes, really loving ourselves throughout the entire progress. That is how I see massive progress in myself. That is how I see massive progress in my clients because they're having, they're enjoying their life so much more. They're not escaping anymore. They're not numbing, numbing themselves out through watching drama or through uh, escaping through like eating food or drinking alcohol. They're being best friends with themselves and really celebrating all of their progress. That's why they want to sit down to do the work for themselves. That's why they want to go to the gym because they're celebrating themselves and being nice to themselves all the time. Putting yourself down, it only leads to you not wanting to do the work. It only leads to you escaping more. It leads to you numbing out. It leads to burnout. It leads to you becoming less productive. And you just end up being at war with yourself instead of using that energy to actually be focused and to work towards your deepest goals and desires in your life. So if your inner critic is really present and really strong right now and is taking control of how you are living your life and you really want to practice and learn how to be your own friend to yourself, how to be your own advocate and really create discipline and momentum in your life through kindness for yourself, through having your own back, then I will highly invite you to sign up to book a chat with me in person to see if working with me one-on-one is the right fit for you. I can really help you achieve your most desired life goals in your life, in your relationship, in your career by calming your inner critic for good so that you don't really have this problem anymore. And instead of using the time and energy to spend in your head fighting with yourself, you can actually use all of that and focus that outwards to change your relationships, to expand your career and your business and beyond. When you stop fighting with yourself in your head, you have so much extra time, extra focus, extra drive, extra love. You can work towards your goals with more ease, with more flow. And overall, this will just make your life in general feel so much more fun and feel so much more alive. Let's make that happen for you. I have helped countless women through this exact process and they are now rocking it in their lives as authors. They have started businesses, they have quit their jobs, they have healed their relationships, they have gotten into new relationships, they have feel so much more alive. If they can do it, why not you? You get to decide what you want. But the first step is to learn how to calm your inner critic for good. Give yourself the permission to feel like a rock star in your life. Sign up today to get on my calendar. The link is in the show notes or you can send me an email at shir, S-H-I-R, at daringliving.com. All right, I will talk to you next week. Bye. Hey friend, do you want to take what you learned today deeper and to the next level so you can actually apply them into your life? 
Through my own one-on-one coaching practice, I have helped countless women break free from their patterns, overcome their struggles in career, relationships, health, money, and spirituality to really change their personal results and thrive on a much bigger level. I can do that for you too. To learn more, visit darrenliving.com forward slash coaching. Again, that is darrenliving.com forward slash coaching. Thank you for listening. Bye.